Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, This is the fasting that I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless, clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own. Then your light will shine, will break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall be for you like midday. Then the Lord will guide you always and give you plenty even on the parched land. He will renew your strength, and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you should be mindful of him, the son of man that you should care for him? O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. Yet you have made him little less than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule over the works of your hands. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth putting all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fishes of the sea, and whatever swims the path of the seas. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us, then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We offer the Mass, we offer the special prayers the Church provides for the nation. You know, each of us is called to love our neighbor as ourself, and that means we're called to love ourselves as well, to take care of ourselves. We're called to love everybody, but we're called with a special obligation to love our own family. We're called to love the whole world, but just as we put priority to our family, we put priority to our own nation. There is no lack of virtue in patriotism. In putting one's own nation first doesn't mean you don't care about the other nations any more than putting your own family first means that you don't care about other families any more than making sure you are healthy, protected, and fed, and sheltered means that you don't care if others are. We love our nation. Patriotism is a virtue. God, the God we worship, has given us the gifts we enjoy in this nation, and especially America. Why is it the nation that welcomes more people more generously, and I'm talking about legally, than any country in the world? Because it's not based on geography or ethnicity. It's based on principles. It's based on ideals. It's based on a vision. It's based on freedom. It's based on an acknowledgement of Almighty God as our creator and the source of our rights and the subservient place of government. That a government exists to secure those rights, that it doesn't give them, it doesn't edit them, it doesn't delete them, and that government exists for people, not people for government, and that people govern themselves, they don't submit to a tyrant. This is America. These are the ideals on which we are built, and it is perfectly consistent with our faith and with a fervent following of Jesus Christ to love that, to defend that, to promote that. And so we're preparing for Independence Day when we will celebrate the fact that our founders declared independence from... The church declares that tyranny is evil. In fact, Jesus Christ transformed politics by showing us our dignity, that we could be sons and daughters of the Most High God, and therefore, of course, our voice matters in the political realm. Of course, we have a hand and must have a hand in shaping the policies under which we and our families and friends live. That's why in this gospel Jesus says, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but to God what belongs to God. We are not anarchists, nor are we theocrats. We are not people who despise government, nor do we think that the government and the church should be one and the same. We believe in the proper hierarchy. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Be good citizens. Take part in the process of organizing yourselves politically, of paying taxes, giving honor to earthly rulers. Scripture tells us all authority has been established by God, Romans 13, and in the first letter of Peter, he says, pay taxes. We are to do the right things as citizens, but likewise realize that we have dual citizenship. We are citizens of our nation here on earth, where we live, and we are citizens of the heavenly kingdom, which means we give to God what is God's, as our founders acknowledge, 
God's laws are higher than any human laws. If they ever conflict, we invoke the words of the apostles, we must obey God rather than men. And at the same time, we look only to God for our ultimate happiness and fulfillment. Only He deserves our absolute loyalty and obedience. And the purpose of government is what we heard in Isaiah in the first reading. It must preserve order. Now, it's not up to government to resolve every evil. We have to do the work of the church, of our ministries, and as individuals and families to help the poor, to extend this, the, the helping hand of Christ into every corner of need in our society. But government has certain basic duties, starting with protecting life. So permitting abortion, you know what? John Paul II said that makes for tyranny. Literally said in Evangelium Vitae, the Gospel of Life, that a state that legalizes abortion becomes a tyrant state. Remove from your midst oppression, Isaiah says. Set free the oppressed. No one is more oppressed than the children in the womb, although this is beginning to change. Roe v. Wade, which has now been overturned, said the word person as used in the Constitution does not include the unborn. Now that doesn't mean that the Dobbs case overturning Roe declared that it does, but it means that if we want to declare that it does through our elected representatives, we can do so. Lift up and acknowledge the personhood of the unborn child. Brothers and sisters, we pray for the nation that we may stop embracing the policies of death. I have an article sitting on my desk, you know, when not too long ago, the Democrats in the Senate called again for a vote on the most radical pro-abortion bill that has ever been introduced in Congress. Pelosi, in the House of Representatives, had them uh, pass that measure. I wonder when she went to see the Pope once again, if she explained to him what that bill is that she had the House of Representatives vote on and they passed, all Democrats passing it, I wonder if she explained to the Vicar of Christ how this bill would kill babies until birth and take away every reasonable restriction on abortion. But the point I want to make about the article is that it was published by the Catholic News Service and it said that the bishops told Congress to stop pushing abortion. Congress? It's not Congress that's pushing abortion. It's the Democrats. It's the Democrat Party. Not a single Republican is for this bill that would erase any restrictions on abortion. It didn't pass in the Senate, didn't even get a vote in the Senate. Brothers and sisters, and it's not going to. But the point is, why are you just saying Congress was pushing this thing? There's, a, there's, a, there's an inherent unwillingness to name who the real problem is. It's the Democrats. 
We prayed in the opening prayer as we prayed for the nation. We prayed for wisdom for our leaders and integrity of our citizens. It's a beautiful formulation of what our prayerful attitude must be in these days. Because our leaders do need wisdom, first of all, to tell the difference between serving the public and killing the public, seeing their first duty, the protection of human life, that includes the tiniest humans at the very beginning of their lives. And it also includes the integrity of our citizens and the integrity of the whole process by which we elect our leaders. Yesterday we saw the news that a, a court in New York, the other day actually, just before the New York uh, primary elections, uh, which happened on uh, Tuesday, that a, uh, a judge uh, rightly struck down this ridiculous uh, provision introduced and passed by the New York City Council to allow non-citizens to vote in New York City elections. And the defenders of this say, oh, well, we want more and more people involved in the voting process. Well, that's like saying we want more and more people to be able to drive, so let's dispense with the need to have a license. What in the world is so hard to understand about the fact that the nation, governed, yes, by its own people, needs to make sure its own people who are governing it. Citizens vote. Now, yes, do we want more people involved? Well, then, have them seek their citizenship legally. Legally. Have you no respect for law? And the answer of that, to that, of course, when it comes to the Democrat Party these days, is no. They don't have any respect for law. And that's why we pray for the wisdom of our leaders and the integrity of our citizens. God bless America. May we rejoice. May we be patriotic Christians. And may we give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.